Welcome back to Exquisitely Aligned, where we empower you to take that inside journey so you can live your finest life, the one that calls you at the wee hours of the night. I'm Gina Meyer Vincent, your host, and today I am so excited to have back for a second time, Jenny de Leon. She is the visionary behind repeatable travel systems, an ingenious solution redefining how you travel with your favorite skincare products when you fly carry-on. As a seasoned business consultant who has traveled extensively, Jenny experienced firsthand the challenges of maintaining her skincare routine while on the go so she could show up looking and feeling her best, which we know we all want to do. Unwilling to compromise, Jenny embarked on a journey of innovation to make traveling with her your favorite skincare products easier. Her relentless pursuit of a solution that marries convenience and effectiveness led to repeatable. Welcome back, Jenny. I'm delighted to be with you again. Thank you, Gina. Thanks for having me back. You're welcome. Last time we were together, we had, I had so much fun that I needed to have you back because I, I don't recall if it was actually as we were filming or after we um, stopped filming that you shared a sentence that I was like, Oh my gosh, we need to have a deeper conversation about this. So um, you had said someone told you you're just too much. And to me, I was like, oh, that's a compliment, you know, because that means that you, Jenny, my new friend, are showing up, you know, bigger than life with dreams and aspirations more than most people ever, um, you know, sit back and daydream about and that you're going forward and you're moving forward in those directions like you are as I just read in your bio. So if you don't mind, can you shed a little light on, you know, how that came about or what was going on? Yeah. So I, I'm pretty sure it was when we were, were recording. So your listeners, if they didn't listen to our previous interview, yeah. they should definitely go back and listen to that. But um, the phrase that I'm just too much, um, it actually came from a, a friend, a person who I at the time called a friend. And this was early on when I was inventing repeatable and mm-hmm. inventing something is really weird because you don't know what's going to happen with it. It's just this idea that you've got that you're kind of doing some things and hoping they're the right things, getting you the momentum right. to move forward. And during that time, because it was so, I didn't have any clue what I was doing. Um, I was in a pretty fragile mental state, right? It, yeah. it didn't take much for me to be like, oh, forget it. This probably isn't going to work, right? <laughs> but so that was kind of my mindset at the time. But this quote friend who told me this, um, we were actually talking about dating because at the time I wasn't married and um, it was before I met my husband. And so I had been on other dates. And I remember her, we were talking and I, 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 I'm pretty sure like a guy had, commented about the invention, probably something stupid that I was like, why would that person say that? And my friend was basically saying, if I was going to, if I was a guy trying to date you and you told me that you invented something, I would just think you're too much. That's just too much for me. And I was like, (laughs) I I don't even know what to say to you. Like, like, what does that even mean? First off, I'm not even like dating you. You're a friend of mine. You're married. Like we're not even, that's not even at all what this is. But why why are you trying to like cut me down? Why are you trying to right. make me feel bad? Or why are you trying to why aren't you encouraging me and being like, hell yeah, you know, you've got this thing. Find a guy that's okay with that, right? Like, but she didn't. Her comment was, I would think you're too much. Yeah. And I'm like that just it and I love everything you just said on every single level. Like where is this coming from? It's out of left field. You're not a man. You're not trying to date me. I thought you were my friend. Like right. all these things that rush through our brain so quickly and effortlessly, you know, like a million things just f- flying at you. Yeah. And, um, you know, I'm, I'm thinking, like, why is she taking out this giant needle and bursting your bubble? Yeah. You yeah. know? 
She's supposed to help you blow air into it or, or lift wind under your wings and help you fly and soar. You know, that's what I think a friend would be. But, you know, I've had people kind of roll their eyes like in, in saying without saying, but just making a face like, Oh, she's too much. Yeah. You know, and it doesn't feel good. So like, how did, okay, these are the things that were running through your head, but did anything come out of your mouth to her at that moment? Because I know I'm always like, if I had enough time to think it through, I would have, you know, and I usually don't say anything. I'm just like, what? (laughs) I think I was like that. Like, what? why would you say that? I probably said that because I think, um, I mean, I'm not really... Like that comment is so offensive to me. Like I, there had to be a response to it. So I'm pretty sure I was like, why would you say that to me? And I genuinely think this person thought they were helping me. She thought she was helping me by telling me, Hey, tone it down a little bit. If you want to get a guy, like that was kind of the message that she was sending. Like you're too much for all these guys. They don't want to date you because you're too far out of their league or too much this, too much, you know, whatever, too, too ambitious, too outgoing. So I genuinely think she thought she was helping me. And I was like, absolutely not. This is absolutely not helping me, number one. Number two, I'm not going to dim my light for other people, whether it be a guy, a friend, no matter what. That's not going to happen. So I think that probably started the point with this person where, you know, we were starting to go our separate ways because I realized that's not the kind of person I want in my life. That's certainly Mm -hmm. not somebody I would call a friend. Um, We were just not on the same playing field, not the same level at all. Yeah. And I think, again, you hit on so many perfect things. I mean, it's hard when somebody thinks they're giving you this golden nugget of advice Yeah, that just is A, from left field, B, I want to say hurtful. Mm -hmm. Um, Totally. Okay. You're nodding your head. So yes. Yeah. It was totally Um, hurtful. Because for me, it would be uh, just like a, a, you know, punching me in the gut, taking mm-hmm. my breath away, um, dimming, like you said, asking you to dim your light mm-hmm. for, to date somebody who's not worthy of your light. Oh, gosh. Like that goes down a whole, we could talk about that yeah. for probably yeah. a whole season, um, <laughs> how that could backfire and you know, it, it's, I think sometimes it comes from people's life experiences. Mm-hmm. I've done a, a bunch of research about this because I find it fascinating mm-hmm. as well as debilitating. <laughs> but, um, you know, I, I went down the fascination rabbit hole and I now understand a few things and I'd love to hear your opinion too, but what I, these are the things I started learning and these are the things off the top of my head I can remember, but it goes back to like tribes Mm -hmm. and how somebody, a friend, somebody in your tribe, let's say a supposed friend with the air quotes, it might be afraid of you leaving the tribe with your invention and becoming renowned Mm-hmm. and not taking you with them or that you might fail in they're coming from a loving space and they don't want you to get hurt, you right. know? Um, and so it, it was like fascinating to me that this is not new. It's centuries old and it can keep people playing. Like I'm going to just go out on a limb especially since you didn't use the person's name, which I'm grateful that you didn't, but that possibly this person or somebody who would say that, let's say that mm-hmm. might be playing small mm-hmm. and, and very much like staying in their com- comfort zone of what right. they know. And so what, like, I'm guessing because you are who you are, an amazing gifted woman who is, you know, not looking to compromise and not looking to dim your light, that this is not the first time or the first or the maybe not first time, but the only time you've experienced something similar to this. Is that correct? 
No, I mean, this happens, has happened pretty much my whole life. <laughs> Maybe not with those words, you're too right, much, but with the look, like you're saying, or the, yeah. you know, the implied, um, like Undertone. overlooking. Yes. You, you know, that's something also I've found with this. Um, you know, I thought people would be happy for me that I yes. invented something that yes. I got patents for it. I have four patents, um, yes. that I was solving a problem that I had that I thought others could benefit from. I yes. mean, that was why I did this. I, I did this all, you know, again, taking an idea and bringing it to life is an amazing process. It is something that, um, I hope everyone listening does to some degree in their life because it's an amazing process. But I mean, I guess I made the mistake of thinking that other people would look at it as a positive thing. Like I saw it. And instead you're right. Like a lot of people, um, I felt overlooked or ignored by a lot of people. A lot yes. of people, um, pretend I didn't even do it. Like I know they've seen it on wow. social media, but pretend they've never even seen it. No <laughs> level of encouragement, nothing. Um, that was surprising. Um, mm -hmm. and I feel like this person we've been talking about specifically, um, I felt like at that point when she made that comment to me, like I was just starting to, to walk with this, right. I was just starting yeah. to like find my footing and get confident and feel like, Hey, maybe this can actually happen. Right. <clears throat> and cause I think maybe at that point, my first patent had got approved like on the first time, like, which is a really rare thing to have that happen. Huge. And so Huge. I was feeling, okay, more confident. Like this is a good thing, right? This is unique. Absolutely. So when somebody tells you something like that, I mean, and your listeners probably have faced this too, where, somebody's trying to cut you down and who knows what the reason is, right? I, we could speculate on this person. And right. I think a lot of what you said is probably spot on, but I don't know what's going on in this person's head. I didn't, you know, go to that level of degree of discussion with her because again, I was disgusted and really upset that she would say something yeah. like that to me. Um, but I think that, you know, we've all got stuff. We've all got our stuff, right? Yeah. And we all carry the stuff around and, there is that level of fear when somebody is doing something that we perceive as greater than us. And we yes. look at it as a threat sometimes, or yes. instead like what I've always tried to look at it as, as wow, that person is doing that. Then that means I'm in the circle of someone who is growing and who is doing something greater. That must mean yeah. I'm lining up for something like that. Yes. Right? And I don't know. Most people, I don't, I don't think they have that, um, thought they look at it as a threat and that this person may be getting something better than they are, or maybe right. something triggers in them and words like you're too much come out of their mouth. And, yes. You know, maybe she was surprised. She said, I don't know. I, again, I didn't get into that <laughs> level of discussion, but I, I, it's so weird how we do this. Like, like we, like, why don't we want to see others succeed? Why don't we want yes. our friends to have good things? Why don't we let ourselves succeed? Like you said, playing small right. and dimming our own lights. Like, why don't we let ourselves do that? That that's really, those are really good questions to explore for yourself to figure out like, well, what's, what is the big deal? What, why does it matter to her if my product was successful? Is that, how is that negatively impacting her? Right. Is it? No. I mean, <laughs> in, I, 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 share, and I'm sorry to interrupt, but I share a lot of your viewpoints. And that's why I'm so happy you agreed to come back. Um, and this conversation is totally different than what we spoke of last time. Um, but it's, it, it, those are great questions. And I think that the other thing I found was worthiness kept coming up yeah. as I got deeper and deeper into um, a series of podcasts where um, it was essentially me, the first uh, two seasons uh, mm -hmm. speaking of what does it mean to be and live exquisitely aligned and how do right. we choose this and why doesn't it happen for everyone? Because I believe we're each born exquisite. You know, I look at you across the camera and I see an exquisite woman changing the way people, women especially, who like to look good and feel good, travel. And with carry-on, now I don't, you know, I told you, I usually don't do carry-on. I check my bags because I yeah. overpack. It is a habit and it's something my husband has gotten accustomed to. So it's not an <laughs> argument anymore. And yeah. the whole family knows we have to wait for mom's luggage as mm -hmm. they have all carry-on. But even I would use your product because mm -hmm. less is more in my bag. You know, it's less for me to tug and roll and so forth. But I, I think that you hit the nail on the head. 
you know, you said something, the words I wrote down, like I saw it. I think you said, why doesn't she see it the way I saw it? Yeah. Yeah. And, and it is something I think many of us, especially uh, listeners for exquisitely aligned who are living a, a beautiful life, we wonder why don't or why doesn't everyone see things the way we see it beautifully uh, through yeah. rose colored glasses, whatever it is. And, and I agree with you. Like if, if, if I'm in your inner circle of friends and you know how to do a patent, you know, not that there's something that right now I want a patent, but just even that, like that to me would be a fascinating conversation to have with you. Yeah. That whole process, because I know my dad's gone through it with his when he was working and and uh, for his line of business, which is very different than you and I. But at any rate, you know, I know it's not an easy process and we learn things no matter what we're doing, even if it didn't go through on the first shot, which kudos to you for that. You know, we learn things. And I just think if I can sit across from somebody or share a cup of tea, or have a conversation, or have in my friend group, somebody who's doing these amazing things, I believe it's going to like rub off on me, you know, because I think that when we're entrepreneurial minded, doesn't matter whether we own a business or not, but just to have that mindset, we're constantly looking out for other ideas for each other. Like, hey, I found this art. I have a great friend, Michelle, who's actually um, going to be here by the time this airs, uh, coming to visit from the East Coast. And she's always, always like, this is great. I thought this for your business, that. And it didn't even matter which business. I mean, when I was doing paddleboard yoga, she always had like ideas and concepts. And I just received um, an idea from somebody regarding um, people who are retiring. And so now I'm like, oh, that's perfect, you know? And so, yeah, I'm with you. Why doesn't everyone see it the way you see it? You know, I, like that's incredible. I, I know. And I th- and you touched on worthiness. And I definitely, definitely think that's part of it. That, that's a huge thing. But I think another element of it is being mm. seen. I think yes. a lot of people are afraid to be seen. Now, let me say, I still yes. am too. This is not something that I'm, I just got over with this. Like it still is something I deal with, with launching a product, getting it out there, doing videos of myself talking about it. Right. Yes. Like, there is a fear for me still that people are going to like it. Like, mm-hmm. and, and what does that mean? Right. Who am I yeah. after that? Who do I, right. I'm still me. It's the same person. It's just these, <laughs> these voices that want to go around in your head. And I think yeah. when you have instances like that, where you've had somebody um, say something to you, like you're too much, or maybe somebody's repeatedly yeah. tried to cut you down, or maybe multiple people have repeatedly tried Correct. to cut you down. And then that fear of feeling seen because it, often that's all we we hear is those negative yeah. voices. So if somebody's going to see me and then everybody's now going to think I'm too much, right? Like, which I know that isn't true, but on right. the down days, on the days where it feels like nothing's going right, like that's Correct. the story that wants to play in my head. And right. so I think it's really important if you are wanting to do something, it doesn't mean, necessarily mean you have to invent something. I'm not talking about that. I think anything in life, when you want to change something, it's really important if you're having those people who are wanting to be like this and tell you you're too much, tell you you can't do it, tell you anything negative. It's really important, I think, to limit those people because yes. those voices, those things that those people say are, I mean, they just want, they're relentless. They're relentless. Yes. And the, have, have you seen that movie called Flaming Hot about the guy that no. invented flaming hot Cheetos. It's a really good movie. I highly I'm recommend writing it, it down. <laughs> but there's a scene in there where the guy talks about like it, the premise is this guy is a janitor and he has an idea for a new type of Cheeto, flaming hot Cheetos. Mm-hmm. And so he's trying to get everybody to pay attention. And, you know, he does all of this stuff and there's a scene where, and he has a really hard relationship mm-hmm. with his dad. And there's a scene where he tells his dad it's your negative voice that I hear in my head. Mm. And every time I look in the mirror or every time that scene to me was so powerful because yeah. maybe it is a parent, maybe whoever it is, we've all got that person or those voices in our head. Maybe yeah. we don't even know the person who it is, but um, 
and his, his wife has him do this exercise, which I think is really powerful. I'll, I'm not going to share it because I, I really want everybody to watch that movie because yes. it was a very, very good, like feel good story of someone going against what everybody tried to tell him yeah. and still succeeding. And yeah. I think that those voices are, um, we have to stop listening to them. Yeah. And the, the other times it could be ourselves. Yeah. I've worked with so many women who in the end, when we like peel away all the layers, the voice was her own. Yeah. And it doesn't all, and when I say women, it's because majority of my clients are women and a right. few smart men, but it happens to men as well. And, you know, it's like, where is this coming from? And it's so heartbreaking as a parent to hear that for him in this movie, it was coming from dad, mm -hmm. his own parent. And, you know, I think sometimes we fear our child or our spouse or whatever of, uh, you know, not being loved the way we love them. And you, you were talking about being seen and that's a yeah. big thing. I love helping women be seen and heard Yeah, because I think oftentimes and I know you've been heard very well because what you've done in the past. Um, but being seen is is a big one. I know I've had women tell me I can't wear red lipstick. I'm like, oh, really? OK, you know, there's orangey red, blue red, depending on what colors look good on you. Mm -hmm. Or mm -hmm. and do you even like red? I'm like, yeah. you know, like if you don't like red, why would you wear red lipstick? You know, or right. I can't wear my hair short. And it's like. Oh, why do you get too cold? You could wear a scarf around your neck, you know, like what yeah. is the reason? Are you not allowed? Your husband's going to like divorce you because you don't have long hair. What's the deal? And we have all these like silly, in my opinion, I'm going to use the word silly, but you know, all these little rules that we have made or somebody in our life or our inner circle in our culture, it doesn't matter in our family but I, I love that you said you're still working on being seen. And you know what? It, it is, I think, um, Jenny, a work in process mm -hmm. for everyone because it changes, right? Yeah. So, um, you know, even myself having appeared before my shoulder surgery, after my shoulder surgery, um, someone said to me, no, go on TV with your big giant immobilizer. You know, the thing was like having a football between my rib yeah. cage and my arm. I was expecting a sling. Then they put this thing on and I was like, what is this thing? And, you know, of course it got hot with this huge piece of foam between. Oh, it was just so uncomfortable. And she said, no, be seen even when you're uncomfortable. And I was like, yeah, that's true. I mean, it was painful. Yeah. But I did it. And, um, and you know, it's being seen when we're imperfect, being seen yeah. when, you know, somebody gives us a not so nice comment, maybe on uh, Google or on the, the notes from the show on Apple, whatever that might be. And, you know, I think it's, easy for people to point the finger and give a negative comment. And the funny thing, because I've had a few people say some things, call me out, maybe call me out, it's not the right way to say it. I don't know if this is the right use of the word, but say something. It, I, I launched my brand video, right? And it, it felt like I gave birth to a baby. I know the feeling. Not nearly... <laughs> as big as your products and patenting and all of that, right? But it was this video that uh, a team shot and it was done in two different days. And then it had B-roll footage. And I worked my ass off, paid a lot of extra money for this B-roll footage that showed who my ideal client, that the feeling of what she feels like, how she appears in the world. And I had somebody make a comment on social media that um, that it it was lacking diversity. Mm -hmm. okay. Now, first of all, my client is over 40, okay? But she's not 80. If you want 80-year-old B-roll footage, it's easy to find with our aging society. They're, they're marketing drugs and, um, I don't know, housing for, you know, these communities. So finding a, 
fabulous looking, happy 40-ish, 50, 60, 65-ish woman on B-roll is like not a thing. So when you're done with your, your repeatable business and you're ready for something else, we'll team together and start rolling fabulous footage. There you go. Because yeah. there is a huge market for it. I just don't have the time yet, nor do you. But we'll come back to, we'll revisit That's this maybe idea. in like 18 months because <laughs> there's such a need. But I was so like flabbergasted. So I politely asked on social media, you know, do you have recommendations? So she gave them to me. I said, I looked there. I actually had to go here and pay. And then two more people got on the bandwagon. Then a, a third person. So it was a total of four. I brought down the post. Yeah. Because I was like, and you know, the truth was, you, you're going to laugh. You're going to know what I'm going to say, Jenny. But truth is, I went to their websites because they were all entrepreneurs as well. And I looked for their brand video. Uh, yeah. So just to, like your friend telling you you're too much. And then it's like, well, then how should I be? And you look yeah. and you're like, well, there's no example because she's they are playing smaller. Right. And that's the, you know, the thing with social media. I mean, at this point, why do we even engage in this? You know what I mean? Like, you know, I'm not, I'm not, I'm never going to be everything to everybody. And I'm not trying to be, that's not, I cannot do that. No one person could do that. No brand can do that. And that's, that's why there's multiple, you know, thousands, millions of brands because there's enough to go around. There's so much to go around. You are like abundant. Yes. Yes. And I think that's another mindset. You know, we were talking about that um, feeling unworthy and feeling seen, but that lack of abundance mindset seems to run rampant too. So you'll see that commentary on um, anything financial related, right? If you Mm -hmm. read the comments on anything financial related, that there's a scarcity mindset that people have got (laughs) to get over. Um, And then this, this commentary on everybody else's work and picking it apart and making it like, like you're the most evil person in the world because you've tried to come out and help somebody, right? Yeah. But because you didn't help everybody, that makes you bad. And it's like, no, I'm, I never tried to say I was going to help everybody, right? <laughs> My product is for women business travelers. Yes. Can people who aren't women business travelers benefit from it? Certainly. Absolutely. But that's my core market because that's who I was when I needed the product, right? Yeah. You're, you have a, a segment of the population that you worked with, with your Correct. brand. And those are the people who you know and understand. There's no way mm-hmm. one person can know everything about everybody. So we pick no. our niche and that's where we go. And people seem to forget that. They don't want to. But then again, you know, social media is a great place for people to unload when they've had a bad day and they want to yes. make themselves feel better to some degree. You know, there's there's all that going on. So, you know, and, and those things can ruin you, too, if you listen to. Yes. Them. But you have to understand who you are and what you believe about yourself, because you know who you are. You know, you did the work behind the scenes that that wasn't you can't possibly show when you're presenting on social media, right? You know what you did behind the scenes, you know, you did your due diligence and um, you know, people don't understand what it takes to do this kind of stuff. And so I think if you're somebody who's doing what we're doing and you're out here and you've got an idea, you've got, you're wanting to help people. um, We have to remember that, that the people who are trying to bring us down, they don't know us. They don't know, we stay up, you know, all night long, how much time and effort and money, you know, you've put into this kind of stuff. And, um, this stuff doesn't come easy, right? If it did, everybody would do it. The people who were commenting would be the ones doing it too, but it does not come easy. So it's very easy to just try to bring everybody down rather than, uh, you know, give somebody the benefit of the doubt. And then if you see a a hole, then you be the one to step up and do it. Right. Like it's, it's very easy to, start your, you know, if you have an idea, go for it. I mean, nobody's holding anybody back and it feels like everybody feels to some degree that they're being held back. And I really wish people could see, see that differently, that the only one holding ourselves back is us. Yes. And, and giving into, like you said, the naysayer that's saying something. And I love, um, just as you were speaking, it was making me think about it's an investment, right? Mm -hmm. You wanted to help somebody, many women. 
I am the same and we're very focused in our um, who we're here to help. We, I feel like we are going after our purpose or we know our purpose and we're here to fulfill it. Our legacy, mm-hmm. I want to say, I hope you, you're, you're nodding. Yes. So I know you agree, mm-hmm. but it's such an investment um, of time, money, and energy, like you mentioned, yeah. staying up late at night or making yeah. sure something and wherever, you know, different time zones that you might be working in. Um, you know, I had to go to China just to get these printed because nobody here in the United States could give me a metal tin and they were going to go to China and nobody in the United States, I don't even know that you can see this, could give me the silver oh, gilt silver. edge. Yeah. And mm-hmm. it was, it that was a, I wanted the woman when she opened them up to feel special. Yeah. And I think when you see that shine on the edge and the fact that you could tr- like you travel with a metal tin, that's not going to fall apart like cardboard after a few uses. And, um, you know, I think that when you're not willing to compromise, you're then investing even more yeah. like lots more right yeah. of in prototypes so forth and whatever and i think that that could be another um reason why people maybe back down from going forward but i want to say you know jenny is is a beautiful um example of how when you put it out there and I, I'm assuming the right people have showed up in your world yes, as well. Yes. Is that mm-hmm. true? Give yes, that a voice. Yeah, that's totally true. Because, and I think we even talked about this on our last episode. I mean, nothing I did to bring my invention to the world required a lot of um, like physical. I don't want to say it didn't require a lot of physical effort because it it required effort, but maybe not the kind of effort that people think. The, mm-hmm. the effort that was required was trust in myself, yes. belief in myself, yes. you know, believing that the right people would show up and paying attention mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. And everybody else was able to do the things that I didn't know how to do. I don't know how to do manufacturing. <laughs> I don't know. I, you know, my product had to have the molds made first so that sure. you could actually create the product. I didn't, yeah. I don't know how to do any of that but I found the right people to do that for me. So my work was the trust, the belief and the, the paying attention to these. Um, for example, the company I ended up working with to do the manufacturing. I didn't go after them. They came to me. Oh, I love so, it. you know, that kind of stuff. Yeah. Happened. Right. I mean, and it was like that with a lot of things and it yeah. continues to be that way. I mean, I just got a big order yesterday through somebody and it just, it's those kinds of things keep happening. Um, I I think that, like I said, the real work for me during this was between my, you know, in my head, like I had to get myself mentally prepared and I had to believe in myself. I had to believe Mm -hmm. in my product and I had to be willing to take the risk because like I said, it's not going to be for everyone and I'm not trying for it to be for everybody. It's for a specific, it's solving a specific problem and not everybody has the problem. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it, and I think that's uh, like two different aspects. Let's see if I can get them out at the same time, because you hit on something that, like I'm writing notes as we yeah. speak, because it, it makes me think of something else. But um, when you were talking about lack of abundance, yeah, uh, I think with the Internet, with uh world travel with just things are faster moving uh, getting information out for instance i got my hair cut a few weeks back and i love him he's so much fun justin and we were talking and he was we were talking about like how it used to be to get a, a hairstyle from you know uh europe and then how long it would take to get to the united states yeah. and nowadays with instagram it's like instantaneous, you can see yeah. the trends and spot the trends and know what's coming. And 
he was talking about China being, uh, uh, give me a minute, was it China on the forefront? But anyway, um, you know, there is no lack of abundance, in right. my opinion. And I'm so glad you brought that up because there's lack of mindset for some yeah. people, which, you know, maybe keeps uh, the business world freer for you and I. Uh, I don't know. But there is so much to go around. And it even happens uh, like going to networking groups. I've been to some networking groups where the energy was like um, just you. I, I had a girlfriend. She said, I usually come home and take a shower. And I was like, mm, yeah. oh, that's perfect. Why? Yeah. I usually go outside and sit outside, but I still like feel like I'm, I'm icky. You know, yeah. so yeah. I thought, well, I am going to do that next time. And I did. I came home. I said, hey, I'm home. Husband said, how'd it go? I was like, pretty good. You know, and then I ran to the shower. He's like, yeah. you took a shower in the middle of the day. Yeah. My girlfriend suggested. And because it felt like the energy in the room was there was lack of abundance. And therefore, yeah. like, Jenny, I need to tell you about my product yeah. and you need to come work with me. And da, da, da. and no, you desperation. Talk to her. Mm -hmm. Yes. Mm -hmm. oh, yes, and I know that too. It doesn't feel good. I think that, um, you know, the work I do, there's many people do what I do. I am not a coach, but I'm lumped into that category because, you know, you go on um, Google or you go on LinkedIn and you only have a few choices. So yeah. where do you fall? Mm -hmm. You're like, yeah. I'm Gina Meyer Vincent. Is that one? No. Okay. Yeah. Transformation? Mm -hmm. No. Coach. Okay. Coach. But, you know, the work I do is very different. The clients I attract is very different. I like you, you're not looking to appeal to everyone. You have a yeah. specific product for a specific clientele. And these women are around the world. Yeah. They're not just in your city or mine. And yeah. that's what I think. I love that you brought that up so that we could remind people. It's like, now you can have clients around the world. We ship things around the world. I mean, it's just easy. You could have distribution centers around the world, you know? Um, I don't know if you're well, playing yeah, on I mean, Amazon, but you know, like even the cards, they ship to New Zealand. It, it's great. I love it. Well, anything's possible, right? Like I have yeah. this sign up in my living room. It says in this moment, anything is possible. Yes. And we forget about that. We, we think this, we think about the future and we think, Oh, well, this is how it's going to go. Like we think we know and we don't know, you know, we're just basing that on previous experiences or yeah. depending on how negative our mindset might be that day. Right. And we have to leave room, I think, for, for these possibilities to come up. Um, yes. especially when, you know, we least expect it or, you know, for starting something new. I mean, you never know who's yes. going to lead you to the next person. You never yes. know. You just, you, we do not know plain and simple. And so mm -hmm. I think that reminder of that, that in this moment, anything is possible. Um, and then, you know, another question I have, I actually have this up here above my computer and it's, um, I think it's this question, well, actually a couple questions. If the negative voice that we have, um, a good question to break up that monotony is, is this really true? Like, yes, do I know this to be true? Is right. this factual? Where's the factual yes. proof of this? Right. right. That's one. And then the other question is what other possibilities exist? Yes. Right? Because we think yeah. our narrow mind is the only possibility, but there's an infinite yeah. number of possibilities. Right. And yeah. breaking up that it. with those questions, is that really true? And whether possibilities exist, it can help mm -hmm. with some of that mindset chatter that wants to just keep going. And these and, and when we're constantly doing this to ourselves, then of course we're going to believe that there's not abundance. Of course we're going to believe mm -hmm. that, you know, there's scarcity, right? But if we start to shift, I mean, even just incrementally a little bit at a time by yes. breaking that thought pattern up, um, it will change your life. I've done it multiple times in my life. It will change your life. It does. And I love, I don't even know if I showed you this last time, but my little one minute hourglass. Uh -huh. I love giving um, these to my clients and I just ask them, you know, in this one minute, can you see it in a different way? Yeah. You know, like you were saying, yeah. what are the other possibilities? And I always ask my client, is that true? Yeah. And now I use it like if somebody says, oh, you're too much. Yeah. Is it true? It's not true for me, but is it true for you? Like, however you want to use it. I mean, 
it just brings about another aspect to the conversation with not without like being rude. Yeah. Or it's like, oh, yeah. why is that true? And then, yes. you know, they could say, uh, you know, it just makes people maybe think a little bit, whether it's you in your head. But I always love um, Vision Lakiani. Um, he's the owner of Mind Valley. In his book, he calls them rules, bullshit rules. And so, you know, like, is that a yeah. rule? Or yeah. is it a truth? You know what I mean? Like, yeah, and, like I, and I love yeah. it because it just it just makes me laugh every time I think of, about a, a brule, you know, because I've used it with the kids and they're like, what is a brule? And I was like, well, it's a bullshit rule. So, you know, like, mm -hmm. I, it, is this really true? Or like you're just and, and it happens even with teens. I forgot what my daughter said to me the other day. I think it was about babysitting. She has a new job in a. In a in a restaurant, you know, mm -hmm. first, uh, you know, uh, non-entrepreneurial job, everything yeah. else was babysitting, things like that. Yeah. Um, and so somebody asked if she still babysits. I said, yes. And then she's like, but now I have this job outside. I'm not going to, is that really true that you're never going to babysit again? Right, is right, it, right. Or like, are you just, cause I said to my husband when she left the house, like jobs change. They may not we change. like, right. We change. We forget about like, that. Right. She may not like the job and quit. Yeah. They may not need her anymore or change her schedule and she can't do it because she dances competitively. Like, you know, like I'm just thinking it must be nice to be 17 where, you know, yeah, like you're going around. Yeah, like, exactly. This is how life is. But yeah, we change the environment changes. And so I think being able to see, like you were saying, all those possibilities and in a given moment that so many things are possible. I like to say one of my superpowers is I see things most don't see. I yeah. see the possibilities they will never see for themselves. Mm, and, you know, it always, it, well, I never knew what my superpowers were. And then finally I started like, yeah, how come people don't see what I'm seeing? Okay, now yeah. I know. I'm, I, I see things and I hear things, you know? And somebody looked at me like, oh, you know? <laughs> too, like, much. Hey. Hey, guess, too much. Let me guess, they too much. Right, exactly. And meanwhile, I'm over here going, oh, I yeah. see and hear what most people don't see and hear. Yeah, yeah. You know, look at me, pat myself on the back. But it's, it goes back again to we're not here to please everybody. We're not here to serve everybody. Your invention's not for everybody. Um, it's definitely not going to help a five-year-old unless maybe right. they're taking some kind of skincare regimen for, uh, you know, whatever dermatological problem they have. But, you know, the average five-year-old is not going to be shopping your brand. And that's okay. Right. right. Because there are so many women around the world who will be and who will be telling their friends. And again, just like the right, um, not distributor, uh, what, uh, manufacturer, yeah, right? the manufacturer. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, you know, the right clients appear. And I think that when we have the courage to stand up bold and yeah. it, like you were saying, I think it even, it reads in your, um, you know, uncompromising, I think is, is yeah. one of the words you use. It's in my brand as well. When we are able to do that, everything else falls into place. And so tell me about the new circle of friends. Do you have cheerleaders in your life? I would say I do. Yes. Um, it's not as big of a circle, but that's okay. I'm okay with that. Yes. Um, but I think, yeah, I, I do. And I think I understand more, you know, that word uncompromising, not only does it apply to, you know, the business and the invention, but I would mm -hmm. say, you know, I've carried that over into my personal life who I, yes. you know, the people that I allow in my life, the people I allow in my circle, yes. right? I, I don't, I don't have room for the people who um, don't believe in me or don't believe in what I'm doing, or yeah. you, know, you don't have to understand it. You don't have to <clears throat> even use it. I mean, that's not even about that. It's about more, it's more that I, you know, cause I thought the other day, I was like, why did I do this? Why did I invent mm. this? Why did I spend mm -hmm. the last nearly seven years doing this? And Yes, yeah. I wanted to bring the product to market. Yes, I wanted I wanted it. 
I wanted to, to use it. I wanted to help other people solve a problem, but also that it was equally important to me was that I did this so that I could show other people that they could do it too. Because there was, and I think I mentioned this last time, there's nothing particularly special about me that like, that caused me to be able to do this that somebody else couldn't do there. Mm-hmm. I, I don't have a leg up in any way to anybody else. Right. The only reason I, the reason this worked is because I didn't quit. That's why it worked. I well, didn't give up. The word I was going to say is you have passion that maybe some people don't have that fire in them. And yes. Yes. And you it, didn't give up. You wouldn't give up because you know, there is, you know, there's something powerful, like you said, it's a product, but it's also allowing people a better lifestyle to be able to travel and look and feel good without having issues with um, skincare or anything, or like clothing ruined or paperwork, you know, all these, like on so many different levels, a trickle down effect, but then also to show other people, men, women, even children, you know, that they can do something and whatever that is, it doesn't have to be exactly like you or exactly like me. I'm not, you know, um, I was at an event recently and somebody said, I need to do more videos. And I thought to myself, I didn't know her. And I was sitting at the far back of the room, you know, so it wasn't my place to have a conversation with her. But if I could have, my question would have been, do you like making yeah. videos? Why? Why do you need to know? Who told you that? You know, you know it, yeah. or are you falling into this belief system that to be powerful in your business, you have to make videos? Videos are not for everybody. For no. some people, it's their voice. Other people, it's writing. I mean, it could be, maybe it's events or retreat. I don't know because again, I didn't know this woman from a hole in the wall, but the intuitively I got videos are not for her. Yeah. Like that's probably why she's not doing this. Yet. Right. Now they're, be you know, or they've become a chore and she's going to hit pro- most likely probably not like to do them. And that's what it seems like we fall into. We do all these things that yes. we think we should, we don't yes. enjoy doing them. And then we right. hate whatever we're, we've done because we don't want to be doing it. And then it's not a good result. And so we spend all this time spinning our wheels and you know, it's, we spend a lot of time on that and there are things I don't like to do about with my business. Um, mm-hmm. So I hire someone if I don't exactly. like to do it or I just don't do it. I'm just, yeah. you know, it just isn't going to be what my business is right now. It doesn't mean right. I'm always going to not like it. Um, right. But at this point, you know, I'm running most of it myself. So I only have time for so much, so I can't yes. do all of it. So, you know, me, that goes on the back burner for potential future, you know, project, but yes, to feel like we have to, we have to do all this stuff almost like as a form of self punishment is, yes. um, it's not good. It, it doesn't ever lead to anything positive, at least that I've, no. you know, in my life. No, I think it, it shortens our lives. If we were yeah. a cat, we would have no longer nine lives. We may have three, you yeah. know, because for me, it's all about, you know, what brings you joy, do more of, yeah. you know, and I'm not talking about, a drinking to excess or using recreational drugs or anything like that. But I'm, I'm talking about like if, if being with people, uh, find a way to be with people more often and make sure you put that into your calendar. If it's exercising, yeah. like you said, in your business, if it's, it, you know, this woman to me, I thought videos are probably not for you right now. I don't know why, but that's the intuition intuitive thing I got. Otherwise, she probably would have done them, I, I don't know, 10 years ago, you know, yeah. and, and I think we fall into these rules, these belief systems of, yeah. of nuttiness of what worked for someone else doesn't always work for us. I think when you show up like you, Jenny, authentic and making decisions for yourself and in your business and then in your personal life that always revolve around what I like to say, your truths, your desires, and using your gifts. And, mm-hmm. and I see that in you. That's why I had to have you back because I knew the conversations could be abundant. And in, in, in that comment of being just too much is what I like about you. Um, <laughs> I find it appealing, you know, um, I, I, if you were around the corner, I'd be knocking at your door to film, you know, and saying, (laughs) let's go out for a glass of Prosecco afterwards. Right. But, um, you know, we've hit on so many 
fun things today. Um, and I am glad you have new cheerleaders. I am one of your new newest <laughs> cheerleaders uh, because I think there can never be enough. But to your point of saying the circle is smaller, I agree with that as well. I had somebody recently say, um, I have a friend, she needs your help from a business standpoint. Mm -hmm. That friend needs my my expert, my business expertise. And I said, oh, great. I, I met her, ironically, as I was uh, walking into the building, she was, uh, no, I was coming out because I went in to start setting up and I had one more load to get from the car. And I passed her, I said, good morning. We had a nice little, hi, beautiful day, la la la. I went inside, now you introduced me to her. I said, yeah, I'd love to hear more. And then the next thing was um, first be her friend and then maybe she can, you know, be one of your clients. And I thought to myself, I came home and I said to my husband, I agreed to this because I was like, again, caught off guard, you know, wish yeah. I had thought more on my feet. But I said to my husband, as I was driving home, I was thinking, I really don't need many new friends. <laughs> um, and when I pick my friends, they are like Jenny. They are movers and shakers. They are chain make change makers. They are making people's lives easier, more fabulous. Do you, you know, fill in the blank? Yeah. Um, they are trendsetters. They're, you know, my, my clients oftentimes become friends over time, but it's not, you, do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I was yeah. laughing because I was like, wow. And I thought to myself, okay, you have a business. Do you want me to send people to you as friends? Or I thought you were promoting your business at this event. You know, it was yeah. a networking event. So I found it very like walked away scratching my head. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, you know, I had a friend once who, um, told me that she used to listen to a lot of different positive people. I put positive in air quotes because to me, um, the things she would say were not positive. <laughs> like so-and-so says, if you mm. don't wake up at 5am and start your day, then you're never going to have a successful business or whatever. Mm. And so always the things she was telling me were never, um, the things she would, was doing. And then she was making herself feel guilty for not doing these things. Yeah. And <clears throat> I remember thinking, then why are you listening to these people? Because exactly. it doesn't feel like this is a positive influence on your life. And so this kind of ties back to what we were talking about um, just a few minutes ago about, well, like what you're saying about your circle of friends, because um, mm -hmm. that's who you're going to listen to most likely. But I, mm -hmm. I think that also goes to, you know, People like that, like on like people who are um, presented as these successful people who've yeah. done various things, um, it doesn't mean that's always going to work for you. So it doesn't mean you have to listen to them. <laughs> you know, yeah. like if like my friend, it was getting it seemed to me a lot of negative, um, you know, direction from so and so because it worked for yeah. so and so, but it absolutely did not work for her. Like she was a night owl, you know, all this stuff. Yeah. And I was like, so we have to kind of be discerning of that too. You know, just like with our friends, we have to be discerning mm -hmm. um, with those people that we follow and uh, hold up on a pedestal um, because it doesn't always, you know, we're not all, we're not, not everything is going to work for everyone. No. We have to be able to understand what that means for us. Yeah. And uh, I love that. That is a huge topic that I've written many articles about because mm -hmm. in blogs, um, I like to say 90% of self-improvement doesn't work. Yeah. And I know that sounds huge. I'd really like to say 92, but um, I find that exactly what you say, what worked for this person doesn't take into account anything about you. Right. It has no inkling of how you sleep, how you eat, what you like, what you, you know, it doesn't take into account what your purpose in life is or nothing right. about it. And so, you know, it's, um, always fascinating to me how people start quoting and trying to, and usually with no success, like you were alluding to, because the person, I like to say, whatever I say, um, 
you have to run it past your own authority. I even tell yeah. my clients that. Like when I say something to you, if it doesn't feel right, you can tell me immediately. You could email me, text me, you could call me or write me. And um, email, write, same thing. But in three days, you could tell me, you know what? I know why it's not right for me. Great. Okay, let's fix it. Right. You know, I'm, I'm here as a guide for that inside journey. I think we so often look for answers on Google and outside yeah, outside of ourselves. Yes. Yeah. I'm old enough now at 54 that I needed a ride from my one of my parents, usually my mom, because she was home with us to the library, which I'll never forget, the Sachem Public Library. I don't know if it still stands there when I lived on Long Island, New York, to go look in the encyclopedia <laughs> to find the yeah. answer, right? Somebody who's young enough doesn't even know what an encyclopedia right. is. But now it's a Google search. And you know, the truth is transformation is an inside journey. There's no way you're going to find your answers on a Google search. You might find my website there, but the truth is I'm just here as a guide for, like you're saying, that inside journey of being yeah. able to know what's right for us, like you did with your intuition to say, mm, this friend is not really <laughs> working out the way I had hoped. Yeah. It's time to walk. And I think yeah. let's just give a couple seconds because um, I need to let you go. But um, how do you let people go with love? What have you found for yourself to because I know a lot of people say, but how do I do that? Yeah. So one of the ways I've explained this to people who um, I don't know that I did this with this person particularly, but I kind of relate it to when you're dating and maybe you went on a couple of dates with somebody and it just doesn't work out. There's not a yeah. connection there anymore. There's not a, what it, who knows, whatever the reason, it doesn't matter yeah. what the reason is, but the re, you just don't feel connected to this person in any way. And, you know, I've actually had this conversation with other people about, I don't wish anything bad on this person. No. I'm not saying none of my other friends shouldn't be friends with this person. Nothing like that. It just doesn't work for me. It, yeah. And I, I use the boyfriend example of it or dating example. Like, you know, it's like if I go on a date with somebody and it doesn't work out, we just go our separate ways. It's just as simple as that, you know, and nothing hard, no hard feelings. We're just not, you know, compatible in that way. And yeah. I mean, that's really all it is. I don't think it has to be some big elaborate thing. It doesn't, I mean, probably the other person's feeling it too, to some degree, mm -hmm. if you're feeling it. So, um, you know, I think that being honest and upfront is, and is, a, is, is the most important thing about letting someone go with love because otherwise, um, you know, it, it, again, with dating, nobody wants to be ghosted in dating. Right. So nobody wants to be ghosted as a friend either. So I think yeah. that, you know, have the respect to tell the person that and, yeah. you know, that if that's how you feel, that's how you feel. And that's kind of, you know, that's kind of that. I love that. And it's a great analogy and a wonderful explanation. Um, thank you for that. And I, I am with you. I think honesty is the best policy. I think, I think that people understand that I think the older or the finer, I like to say we get that our time right? You, as an entrepreneur and working with patents and all this other stuff, manufacturing, la, 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 the, the, your extra time becomes less. Yeah. And I think that it's, you know, so important to make sure we value the people who are, we give our time and attention to. Yeah. And I know I've had some conversations recently where I had to, uh, tell someone who is all, uh, a friend and relative rel related to me, you know, like, Hey, I didn't like the way you treated my husband and I, you know, you kind of ghosted mm -hmm. us. And, mm -hmm. you know, it was because they weren't ready to share some information, but in the mm -hmm. end it, you know, it was just crazy. And I was like, I value my health. And then next my relationships. Yeah. And I said, and you know, I only, because my husband's very much more like lovey-dovey, you know, like peace, love, joy. Yeah. I mean, if you met him, you wouldn't think that about him, but he's very, very like, 
you know, doesn't want to tip the apple cart in any way, shape or form. And, you know, I come through and I knock it over, but I'm like, you know what, Mark, the truth is I really value the people who are in my life and my Mm -hmm. inner circle. And so therefore they mean so much to me and I need to make sure they respect me, my time, my energy, la, la, la. And it's this, you know, back and forth and this support, like you were talking about this excitement for like, oh, no way you got that first patent yes, done. Like, yes, yes. In this amount of time with no, like, it, it perfect, like, you're, it, give me your autograph, please yeah. come get yeah. a selfie with me, you know, like, I, let's, let's go out and celebrate, let's, you know, whatever that, you know, whatever, share in your joy and, and share in, in everything you do, so, um But the analogy was absolutely perfect. Thank you. So, Jenny, share with us a little bit about your um, invention, if you don't mind. Then we'll pull a card. I'll ruffle through. You'll pull. Okay. So my invention is called Repeatable, uh, Repeatable Travel Systems. And the name, I got the name because I, when I was a business traveler traveling every week, leaving Monday morning at 3 a.m., getting home midnight, Thursday night, um, I needed a repeatable process with everything I did um, because I did not have a lot of time to think. I was on, basically my life was an assembly line. So <laughs> repeatable solves the problem of packing your court bag when you fly with a carry-on. Um, because I was a business traveler on the planes so much. Um, I absolutely was not checking a bag. That was just right. too much wasted time for me. So repeatable solves the problem of helping you pack your court bag um, to bring the most that you can in the least amount of space. Um, my website is repeatabletravel.com and you can find out more. I have a ton of videos on social media. Um, you can watch any of those um, to get an idea of how to use it, how much it holds and what you know how it can help you. Awesome. Thank you. And all of her her contact information is here below in the show notes. Um, So we'd love for you to check out more. And the videos are great because it's very understandable. It answers all the questions you may have had um, Mm -hmm. within minutes. And uh, so kudos to you for that, because I know I know how hard it is to make videos. I gave birth to one, but um, so let me pull a card from opening to possibilities. And we've been through this once before. I did shuffle them as you know, because when you were waiting in the green room, you saw me shuffling, but I always do one more shuffle. And then I'm going to see if I can put the flowers towards you. Okay. Ready? Mm -hmm. I'm going to go. Stop. Enlightenment. Oh, nice. This is perfect. Enlightenment brings you a new way of seeing and serving the world, which we've been talking about. Mm-hmm. What does enlightenment mean to you? Do you seek enlightenment and how do you experience it in your life? Oh, yeah. I mean, I feel like in some ways I'm enlightened every day by life, you know, like yeah. by what I learn or by what surprises me or that, like we talked about earlier, those, um, infinite possibilities. But I yes. mean, to me, enlightenment is, you know, it's almost like seeing more than, uh, than I thought was there, what I thought yeah. was possible, you know, seeing, I guess maybe getting past my own limitations of mm-hmm. what I believe to be true and, and really opening myself up to other possibilities. And I think enlightenment is, um, to me, it's, it's a key factor of growth, like as your, for your own personal growth. And I think Mm -hmm. um, it's definitely not something to shy away from. Yeah. And I feel like this was the perfect card for you. I agree. It's like, you know, it, 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 um, just perfectly sums up the entire conversation we've had. um, I agree. So I'm laughing. It, it usually (laughs) is, um, the ideal card. It's just, you know, um, I charged these cards when I was producing them to be able to be energetically the right word mm-hmm. for the person who needed mm-hmm. them. And it's been fun and funny uh, how it happens here. But you definitely, I can see that you allow enlightenment each and every day just by what you told me what was hanging in your um, living room, which I think you Mm -hmm. said in this moment, anything is possible. Yes. And um, I believe you embrace that and you're 
exude that and you're the perfect example of being enlightened and and living it. And like you said, inspiring others to do the same. And with that, I want to say thank you so much from the bottom of my heart for being who you are and really investing the time, the money, the energy into uh, creating in a way that will change others' lives and the way they travel. Uh, because that that's, you know, it, just living life on purpose. And, and I... I love that about you. Thank you, Gina. Thanks for having me back. It's been amazing to talk to you again. Yes. And so I want to just offer, uh, talking about possibilities earlier, just mention Purpose Possibilities and Prosecco has been getting great press, which is very exciting. It's actually going to be in a magazine today that is, um, I have the digital version, but um that is being delivered today. And I want to just let you know that you can learn more about it also in the show notes. Until next time, be explicit.